The reality is life is hard. But the other reality is life is harder without Jesus. As we go from day to day in this life, we experience success, we experience failures. And if a person is unsaved, we know that there are relationships, there are unhealthy relationships, there are examples there are people who you thought you would have been with for the rest of your life only to find out that either these people turned their backs on you, that they stole from you, that they lied to you, that they betrayed you, that they used you, that they manipulated you. And that led to a fear that led to feeling like you cannot trust people. You cannot let your guard down. So that has built up walls and a hardness of hearts to where whenever you try to engage the next person, that person is encountering the wall that was built up through traumatic experiences. You know, certain things that we may have done as sinners while we were unsaved and trying to pursue a career, trying to go to school to get the education and the degrees and spending time studying, taking exams, tests, just to feel like this career is going to bring so much fulfillment or happiness To do it and to realize that a person really hates their job or they hate the career they felt like they needed to go into. Having the mind that you can trust, you can trust even your parents or your guardians to have them do something that trespass against your own body. To trust them to have them neglect or forsake you or didn't really care about anything and they just let you do whatever they were more concerned with partying or smoking or having relationships with other people in and out of the house 
And now, as this child who is seeing the parents and seeing their example, you begin to want to go out as you get older, want to go out and receive the love from the wrong people in the wrong places to get to get resentment to be built up or bitterness or pain, hurt, suffering. So these are all examples of a person who is unsaved and they are experiencing life. They are experiencing bad things that are happening. Now, on the flip side of that, we can still put the people who are unsaved and they might not they might not have had parents who neglected them or let them do anything. They may not have had friends who betrayed them. They might not have had people who took advantage of their bodies, molestation and so forth. They could have they could have grown up and they could have had the job that they liked. They could have had the friends that they've grown up with and they're so close to their friends till this day. They could have had parents who participated in their activities. But even with all of that, there is still something that is lacking. There is this void and that void is Jesus. So Jesus, we know he created everything. He created the whole world and the heavens. He created every person in existence. And it's his prerogative. It's his purpose, what he wants each person to do. He know what he created each person to do. He know what he has put on the inside of us. And with that, we are not supposed to live our lives not wanting the creator. We are not supposed to live our lives outside of Jesus. We believe that living life is having fun the worldly way. Partying, gambling, doing whatever that that brings us pleasure because of sin. Because of sin. Because of rebellion, because of disobedience, because of pride, because of entitlement. We feel that we are entitled to pleasure. That God does not accept. So now God has to step in and he has to rework our lives. He has to rework the situation for our good. 
You know, the wages of sin is death. And we know that's inevitable. Death is coming for every person, whether we are ready or not. Death is coming for every person. And as we are living from day to day, we are showing the Lord if we want to spend eternity with him or if we want to spend eternity away from him forever. So with that, we have choices to make. What life are we going to live? Because a person can gain the whole world and lose his soul. A person can have all the money. A person can have the most beautiful houses. A person can have the best and fastest cars. They can have a lot of friends and gain popularity. They can have a whole bunch of shoes, clothes. They can have the best style. They can have a lot of fame. And yet, in the end, suffer. And yet, in the end, suffer. Which means that every single thing that that person has amassed as they were living, none of that is going to matter when the person experiences the fires of hell, which is a real reality. It's a real place. You know, we have a body, we have this flesh, we have a soul, and we do have a spirit. And we know that heaven and hell, you can't just look up and see heaven. You can't just look and see hell. So to us, these things are spiritual, but... The interesting thing about that reality is right now, we only know in part. Right now, we only know in part. You know, this, this, this planet is cursed because people are letting in unclean spirits. People are letting in devils because of disobedience. The more sin people do, the more unclean spirits have access to people, to this world, to influence, to throw darts at the minds of people for people to do crazy things. And people are doing crazy things, which is letting more and more unclean spirits in. Now, when a person die, when a person die, And they go to the place that is heaven or hell. They really feel everything more than we feel it now on earth. Everything is perfect whenever you're with Jesus. Whenever Jesus is life. So being forever with Jesus, everything is perfect. The colors there's so many colors that we haven't even seen. The, everything is alive. Everything is alive because 
there's no death. Where Jesus is, there's no death. Nothing is dying. Nothing is cursed. Which is why in the scriptures it can say there will be no more tears. There's not going to be any sorrow. There's not going to be any pain. Everything is alive. Here on this planet, we can see that things come and they go. We can see trees. We can see the different processes of what the trees go through. We can see flowers. They are here today. They are gone the next days. Whenever the days are for the flowers to be here, they we can see them. We can see the, the death of these different things, the wilting, the weeds. We can see the colors changing from green to brown and even other colors, but we can see the process. So we are in the middle. We are in the middle of heaven and hell. And we are seeing both. And God is wanting us to choose which one we like the best. He is wanting us to choose what path, what gate, which way we are going to take. You know, the path to heaven is very narrow, is straight. And only few people are going to find it. But those few people that's going to make it there, they cannot be like the world. They cannot be like everybody else. Have you ever been in that position in school? Predominantly in school, because that's where it mostly happens. But you would have these people... And you would have these different groups of people. You know, you had what we would call back in those. I don't know if they still call it the same way, but you would have like the nerds or the geeks. You would have the popular kids or the cool kids. You would have the (laughs) you would have the skaters or the skateboard club. You would have the. Just these different, different clubs. And then you would have, like, they were separated. They they were making a point, saying that if you're not a part of this club, then we're not going to hang out with you. But have you ever been in that position where people actually probably looked at you and you were considered to be the loser, like, no, like nobody wants to hang out with you. None of the other groups want to hang out with you. So you were like alone. And it didn't even have to look like that in school. It could have just been even at your workplace where people just, you came up on the scene and now people want to be competitive. It's like everybody else on the floor against you. And they're like mistreating you and they don't want to show you how to do things the right way. So they're just kind of throwing you into everything, hoping that you just get fired, you know. So to be on the Lord's side, 
we are considered winners because he is fighting on the behalf of our behalf. But to be on the enemy's side or death, you are that loser. You are that person who is just by themselves trying to make it in, trying to be that cool person. But without Jesus, we are not cool. We are not cool. Without Jesus, we are not able to discern between good and bad. We are not able to be safe. There's many things that Jesus is protecting us from every single day. Many different accidents, many different shootouts, many different arrests, just different things that the Lord is protecting us from. The Lord is sending his mighty angels to fight on our behalves that we cannot see in hopes that he will get our attention, he will get our hearts, and that we will be able to choose him and be with him forever. So in this life, we do have a decision to make we have a decision to make and God doesn't look at sinners and smile. He doesn't like for people to do evil. Everything that God hates, everything that he does not like, it is ugly to him. It is not pleasing to him. So God, he wants us to change and he wants us to be made in his image and in his likeness. He wants us to look like him. It doesn't matter how much partying a person can do, how much fun they have, the relationships. No, God wants to work all of the ungodliness out of our souls. He wants to work all of that out of us because we should have never, we should have never entered into those things in the first place. It's only because of sin, it's only because of rebellion against God that we were able to pursue those things. It's only out of pride and lust. It's only out of those things that we did things that we should not have done. And now it has brought upon us a lot of curses, many curses that after a person gets saved, Jesus is still breaking breaking down. He has to break past the anger. He has to break past the fear. He has to break past the pain and the hurt. He has to break past the pride and the entitlement. He has to break past the pride of what we consider to be fun. He has to break all those walls down that was built up as a result of us wanting sin and choosing the devil as opposed to choosing him. And even if a person did not grow up in the faith of Jesus Christ, their parents, their parents should have been a good example. So, yes.
to one person, life may not be hard. Life may not be hard for them because they are doing things that would only take away their pain temporarily. And once that high leaves them, they do something else to take away the void and the emptiness that they are feeling. Or they get in relationships. They just do everything to drown out the emptiness. They do everything to drown out Jesus. But without Jesus, life is harder.